All right, we're back on our episode here on Bodybuilding and BS on Spotify. Make sure you guys share this to all your friends, anyone you know. Get the word out there. We need to grow this Spotify channel faster than ever. And it's only going to happen if you guys support it. So thank you again for coming back. Today, I want to talk about this show we have this weekend in Italy. We got Regan Grimes. We got Blessing Awadabu. We got Nathan Diasha. We're supposed to have a good veto, but the dumbass did not plan accordingly. I'm just kidding. He's not a dumbass. But the guy didn't plan accordingly. He did not plan ahead. He doesn't have a visa to get into Italy. Can't do the show. I'm assuming he's probably going to do the Legion Sports Festival right before the Olympia, the last show, I think, to qualify in the USA. And hopefully he wins that show and he gets to Olympia, and that'll just add more excitement to the show. But right now, we have to talk about Blessing, Regan, and Nathan. And who's going to win the Italy show? We're going to talk about that right now. And don't forget to check out OldSchoolLabs.com if you guys want to pick up anything. Use my code NickBS as always to support and save money. And if you guys are looking at any of my services, go to coaching.bodybuildingandbs.com. I have full-time coaching, as always, anyone, lifestyle, athletes, and I have one-time programs. I have gut services and also blood work services. But let's talk about this show. So going into the show, as of right now, who do I think is the front runner? Well, you're going to ask me, since I'm an expert and I know bodybuilding, I'm a pro bodybuilder, I've seen it all, I've done it all, I think Reagan Grimes is a really good chance at winning this show. And that is not to knock Nathan Diesha. I think Nathan Diesha has a very good opportunity at winning the show. I would say it's as close as this. It's 55% Regan, 45% Nathan. The only reason I think Nathan might lose to Regan is number one, Regan's structure is pretty much picture perfect. Not to say that Nathan's isn't pretty damn perfect either, but... Regan is very proportional. He's very balanced. His symmetry is very good. And if he can bring that conditioning in and that hardness, it's going to be very difficult to beat him. Very difficult. But Nathan does have nine pro wins under his belt. He is a veteran. He knows how to show up and dominate shows. He doesn't have a big travel like Regan does. Regan's coming from California to Italy. The travel could really fuck up competitors' looks. And we know Regan has never really been consistent. No offense, but he's never really been consistent. Now that he works with Milos, we know that Milos knows how to handle these things appropriately, mentally and physically. So hopefully Milos can coach him through this. I don't know if Milos is going to the show or not with him. But I do think Regan does have a big challenge ahead. This is not going to be an easy walk-in win Olympia qualified and then go back to USA and qualify, I mean, and, and compete at the Olympia. It's not going to be that easy. But Nathan Diasha does pose as a big threat. And Nathan is very familiar with winning. Now, my question is if Nathan Diasha does win this show, do we see him at the Olympia this year? We all know he's had travel issues for the last couple of years since he's been at the Olympia, where he did place, you know, seventh or eighth place, whatever it was. Had a phenomenal showing in a very competitive lineup. We haven't seen him since. So if Nathan does win this show, I think there's two shows actually. There's Italy and there's another show I think in Spain or something. Let's say Nathan gets qualified. Are we even going to see him? That'd be really disappointing if we don't see Nathan again. Because I think if Nathan gets the Olympia, well, now that guy is going to shake things up. 
He's got a very good body for the Olympia. Very good body, as the past has shown. But now he's got more muscle. His conditioning looks better. I mean, he's very, very good. He's very dangerous. The only thing that he's going to be held back against is Nathan is, I mean, against Reagan, is that Reagan's obviously taller. He's bigger. You know, he's more aesthetic, more pleasing. Nathan's got a little bit of a longer torso. But as I said yesterday in the video, I said it's up to the judges. Maybe the judges don't see the longer torso as a negative. But the problem is his balance is off from top to bottom. So depends on what judges are there and how harsh they are with that. They could hold it against him a lot. Or it could not really hold against him at all. If Regan's off and Nathan's that good, Nathan wins. So it's a very, very narrow show. Now, let's go back to Blessing. Do I think he's a threat to win this show? No. No offense to Blessing. He looks very good. He looks way more improved than the last show. He obviously got a coach now. The last show he tried to do it by himself, which I said when he decided to do this was a horrible idea. Why are you even experimenting with this at this point in your career? Just get a coach that you could trust, work with that coach, build that relationship, and get your bodybuilding career on the right path. But now he's got a coach, Cameron Cheek, I believe, who works under Matt Jensen's empire. <laughs> and um, he looks good. But we know the story with bodybuilders looking good before shows. It doesn't mean dog shit. It doesn't mean anything. You could blow it. Right before the show, you can blow it backstage. You can get nervous and fill up with water and just blow all that conditioning, all that hard work, plus the travel. Blessing's got to travel, too, from Florida to Italy. It's not easy to travel and compete. So that's also going to be a factor as well for him. But I think the biggest issue with Blessing not being able to win this show is the symmetry and the balance being off, way off. So the first issue is the upper body is way more dominant, dominating, dominant, whatever word you want to put, overpowering, right, over the lower body. The legs are not caught up. And remember, he also has, on top of it, one leg much smaller than one leg because of the injury he had way back when. So not only is his balance off and his flow's off, the symmetry's off from left to right. That's going to be a problem when you have Regan Grimes, <laughs> Crazy balance, crazy symmetry, and Nathan Diasha next to you. These guys virtually have no flaws. So my thing is he's automatic third. Those two guys can be even off a little bit, and Blessing can't beat them. That's how good Regan and Nathan is, and that's how much this is going to hurt Blessing, unfortunately. So I don't want to say it's a waste of time because he needs to redeem himself after the showing. He needs to show up and show the world, show himself that he can get in shape, and he did make some improvements, but... The problem is upper body still got bigger from last year to this year, and the legs really didn't get much bigger. Yeah, they're bigger, but they're not that much bigger. If I was in Blessing's Corner, right, this is me talking, not anyone else. My opinion, I would have really pulled back on the upper body frequency from last year to this season, and I would have been so hyper-focused on my lower body, doing everything I can to bring those legs up. And I just would have worked my ass off on those legs, front and back, the quads, the hams, the calves, everything. And I would have really pulled back on my volume and the intensity of my upper body. I was still going to train my upper body, but I would have pulled it back. And that's a little tip for you guys in this video, a little education piece as a coach. If you guys have weaknesses, you have imbalances, you have to understand that if you want these things to balance out, 
You have to pull back on your strengths and increase the frequency and the volume on your weaknesses and prioritize those body parts in the beginning of the week. If not, those body parts are never gonna catch up. Now, how do you do that? Well, do more sets, do more reps. Do less sets and less reps for your strengths. That's all you gotta do, just balance it out. Like have the seesaw like this, right? You want it to get like this, but right now it's like this. You gotta add more to one side to level it out. It's very simple, it's not difficult. And those things will gradually even out because bodybuilding, the judges when you're on stage, they're looking for the guy with the fewest weaknesses. That's the first thing they look for when you walk out. They make sure you have wide shoulders, small waist, sweeping thighs, you turn around, good V taper. Okay, he's got legs, got upper body, got arms, great. What's his neck, what's, go to the next thing. What's, what's his next weakness? Okay, that pose, bam, boom. That's how they mark you down. It's not about who has the most or the bigger, who has the best, most complete physique on that stage. And right away, Blessing is gonna be backwards. He's gonna be behind, just off of the balance and the symmetry round. And that's very difficult to overcome, unless you are just extremely insane, dominating, the judges are gonna hold that very, very hard against you. But back to Regan, back to Nathan. I think this is a Reagan versus Nathan show, unless some other freak shows up we don't know about. But right now, I think it's between those two. And since there's two shows, I believe, maybe I'm wrong. I've not been on top of my bodybuilding uh, news. Not gonna lie, I've not been in it like I used to. I think there's two shows that they're, they're gonna do possibly, Regan and Nathan. I know Nathan's probably doing two, but I don't know if Regan is, if he wins one or whatever. But if there's two shows, let's just say Regan and Nathan both qualify, very, very good odds we're going to see them like probably go neck and neck at the Olympia. Because I think I think both these guys are on a similar level right now. I think they both can place in the top 10 somewhere near 6 to 10. I think they're both in that same position right now at their career. Now, Nathan obviously has better experience and is placed higher than Regan. He has nine pro wins. He's beat some really good bodybuilders like Samson Dauda. And uh, yeah, he's a fucking, he's the real deal. Carries a lot of muscle, really good conditioning, really good dryness, separation of the muscle. It's going to be a very tough battle for either one of these guys to win this show. And I think this is probably going to be one of the most competitive shows of the year at the end of the season. And remember, most of the season, most of these guys sat out. We haven't seen Regan or Nathan compete yet. We saw Blessing compete once and he bombed it. So we're, we're going to see some heavy hitters here at the end of the season. And I think we're probably going to see at the end of the year, these last couple of shows, some bodybuilders probably try to jump in and qualify for the Olympia this year. But I think right now I got Regan ahead by like maybe 10%. It's a small percentage. And it may change as we get closer to this weekend and I see more photos and videos. I might change my opinion and say, oh, nope, Nathan's going to win. But we really don't know until we get on stage and they get compared. And that's where the fun begins but I hope you guys enjoyed this video. And yes, I read your comments here on Spotify. Appreciate it. I will get the edits better next level when I have more time. I don't have time right now. So I want to make sure I just get the videos out. I get the channel growing. I get the consistency back, get the frequency back. And then we could start getting the, the videos a little more uh, leveled up. Because like the editing guys on those videos for YouTube, it took a long time. I did two videos a day, every day for two years for you guys. And no plan on stopping. 
There was no plan. And remember, my entire life was dedicated to YouTube when I did that. And I coached like 40 people, 50 people max when I was doing that. Now I'm coaching a lot of fucking people. They, they really you know, rely on me and I got to give them their time. They're way more important than YouTube videos now. So I do this when I have time. It's not gonna be every day, two times a day. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I wanna get videos out every week. That's my goal right now. And if I see the growth in this and I see that it's paying off and it's worth my investment, then obviously I will pull back on the clients as they fall off or don't renew. And I'll put more hyper-focus into this. But it's about balancing your life. It's another lesson for you. You gotta put your effort and your energy into things that pay dividends. And my coaching business is mine. I own that. That's mine, right? My website, my LLC, my future. Spotify could be gone like that, just like YouTube. And I learned a very good lesson with YouTube being gone like that. I already knew that was possible, right? Because I wouldn't be down that road with YouTube before that. Remember, because I lost my first YouTube. So I already know how this works with social media. So you have to own something. You have to have your own IP, intellectual property. And the website and coaching has been around for me for almost 15 years now. So I'm never going to stop coaching. And those people are paying a pretty penny for me to make put my best effort forward for them. So whatever I do with this is fun right now. If I can edit them, I will have time to edit them. I'll put it in. If I don't, I don't. I'm still talking. I'm still entertaining. I'm still fun. I did these videos for Spotify for the first time ever with no edits. I don't know if you guys noticed, I didn't edit any of these Spotify videos. There was like little pieces edited for a second because there was like fuck ups with the camera or lighting or something or audio. But all my YouTube videos, I just have to edit because I wanted to make it like fast and choppy and quick and hard hitting. But I got such a good like rhythm down now. I don't even need to do that. Like I just spit it out now, which is awesome. That saves a lot of time in itself. Now I could still edit it, but I don't. But I like this. I like this flow better. I like to have a little bit of mix uh, errors in it and like hiccups and speed bumps and you know, it's fun. But I do want to get the videos back, the reaction videos, the, the photos, all that sorts of like gnarly stuff. I do all editing myself. I don't trust anybody. And plus editors are a fucking ripoff. You guys charge way too goddamn much money. So yeah, I'll be doing that myself. But share this channel, support the channel, tag me, put it everywhere on your Instagrams, anywhere you possibly can. Get it out there. I need this channel to grow. And as the channel grows, you will get more of my time. Amazing, right? How this works? Cool as hell. I'll see you guys in the next video.